Ah, you're right on time, as usual, as it is always right now. Welcome to our adventure. Welcome to Fishing Without Bait and Full Impact Mindfulness. There are no entrance exams or letters of reference. There are no tests, no comparisons with others. And the only homework is to challenge yourself. If you're finding life particularly heavy going, feeling loaded down, and if you're restless, irritable, and discontent, perhaps you have the lenses in your glasses reversed and can only see negativity. Or perhaps you're living your life on wishes and hopes. You found a place where synergy and synchronicity are combined and where we actually show you how to make magic. Abracadabra, creating what you speak. Not necessarily material things. However, intangibles no currency can purchase. Let us help you to help yourself fully participate in your life. Let's use the power of your mind and its energy to learn not to think from our thoughts, but rather at them, and become a butterfly emerging from the chrysalis. Think back to Dorothy when she landed in Oz and opened the door to a world of color. Come with us. Detach and untangle. Identify and describe and live a life without definitive expectations. Explode into our world of full impact mindfulness. Open the door to your authentic self and let the adventure begin. Oh, Mike, I'm sorry I took you so long today. And I'm I'm, I'm really sorry that I held you up. Not a problem. Well, and I'm, Mike, I'm so sorry I'm asking you all these questions. Why are we apologizing? Well, uh, Mike, have you ever met anybody who apologizes all the time? Or are you that person? I think I did used to be that person. You used to be that person. Say a little more about that. Always felt that uh, I wasn't good enough to be in the presence of whoever I was around. Indeed, indeed. And we're going to discuss that today. So we often talk about finding one's identity on this program, do we not? Finding your authentic self. And actually what that's called is symbolic interaction. And what it involves is choosing, perhaps unconsciously, subconsciously, to perform one's identity. Gender and language expert Jennifer Coates, who's an emeritus professor at the University of Roehampton, says that men view apologizing as an admission of weakness, and they are more alert to those types of words. Women are also more prone to apologize frequently, even when there's no need to do so, as they see apologies as tokens of consideration. How do you view that, Mike? I think there's definitely a, a different perception by each side, you know, definitely that the strength fit for the, for the men. Sure. And unfortunately, people who, uh, who I would term as serial apologizers often have been victims of abuse. And unfortunately, this is particularly women who apologize and perhaps inappropriately. And remember, women have been internally hardwired to focus on family and cooperation rather than the maleness of wanting to win and confrontation. So, what's an apology? Apologies are something that we do when we've legitimately done something wrong. And real apologies mean that you aren't going to do that again. Have you ever met somebody who lives their life on I'm sorry's and uh, promises that they won't do that again? So, after a while, do you believe them? No, because it just seems like a blanket apology. Sure. Real apologies are acts of being honest, telling the truth, lowering your ego, taking responsibility for your actions, and showing kindness, consideration, and respect for other people. Does this sound like something that our previous podcasts have dwelt on? Absolutely. Being honest, ego deflation, taking responsibility for your actions, compassion, kindness, consideration, and respect to others. On the other hand, Mike, 
compulsive, or what I call serial apologizers, die deaths from a thousand cuts. When you when you say you're sorry at a thousand times a day, what does that what does that tell you about yourself, Mike? Each time you do it, it cuts down your confidence just uh, slightly. So, Mike, remember, and we've often discussed this on our podcast. There's two types of guilt: inappropriate, unhealthy guilt where we attempt to live up to the unrealistic expectations of others or of ourselves. And this is where we address the inner critic. And for those who are listening may want to refer back to our previous podcast on dealing with the inner critic, where we identify the weapons that they use, the words, the feelings that they invoke on us, when, what persons, places, things, or situations where that inner critic appears the most, and often giving that inner critic a name so we can address it appropriately. And then there's healthy guilt, where we've actually done something wrong and making amends is justified. And Mike, we've often discussed that compulsive or what I call serial apologizers show symptoms of low self-esteem. Mike, we've discussed self-concept and self-esteem in the past. For a real refresher, you could refer back to our previous podcast. Self-concepts is facts and information, undisputable truths that you know about yourself. And unfortunately, some of those truths have been massaged and manipulated by either inner critics or people who we look up to. And self-esteem is how we interpret those facts about ourselves. We also talk about patterns of behavior, have we not, Mike? And we talk about repeated patterns of behavior that become hardwired into our head. And we're talking about full impact mindfulness. We're talking about stepping back and becoming the observer behind that thinker so we can hardwire our operating system. We don't want to delete it. We just want to tinker with the software. And also, Mike, have you ever been around people where you literally walk on eggshells? or tiptoe through situations in life? Yeah, certain people you just don't know what their triggers are going to be. Right, and also there's people who intimidate us. Mike, what are we living in, that thing we talk about most frequently on this program? In fear. Absolutely. So when we talk about fear, and we speak about that frequently on our podcast, we talk about addressing that fear. Remember, in full impact mindfulness and fishing without bait, we don't recommend thought suppression or thought blocking. We talk about learning how to label and describe those thoughts and feelings so we have some type of control over them. And for those who perhaps aren't familiar with that, we can refer back to the podcast where we address the reason people name pets and animals. There's a wonderful website out there, Mike, and I'm going to ask you to uh, reference this at the end of the end of the podcast. And this uh, particular article uh, recommends avoiding apologizing, or being sorry for your feelings. Should you really be sorry for your feelings? Should you have to apologize for how you feel, Mike? No, because they're kind of the natural thing that happens inside you. Of course. Our feelings and our emotions are ours and are special and unique. Or being sorry for your appearance. Gee, I'm sorry I'm so sloppy. Gee, I'm sorry I haven't gotten my hair done. How often do you meet somebody like that? Um, yeah, pretty often because they they're definitely think that 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 appearance is well one they're worried about first impressions. Or taking time for themselves. Absolutely. Taking time for themselves. How many people have you met that are preface asking you a question with, I'm sorry I'm asking you this question, or I don't mean to disturb you, or I don't mean to upset you. I'm sorry that I'm interrupting your day. Absolutely. They're worried their question isn't good enough. 
or not responding immediately. Mm-hmm. Have you ever have you ever met someone where you you're legitimately busy, you're legitimately involved in some other type of project or concern, and you haven't responded back to somebody within what you consider to be an appropriate amount of time, and you start that, you preface that with, gee, I'm sorry, I haven't gotten back to you. Which is always interesting because maybe the other person doesn't think that it was all that long. And once again, if we refer back to our some of our previous podcasts where we suggested that most conflicts, most misunderstandings occur because we assume that other people know what our wants, our needs, and our feelings are. And when we're accurately able to label and describe, communicate, and I believe that once we did a podcast on active listening also, did we not? Absolutely. And one of the things that people say that I'm sorry for or apologize the most for are circumstances that they can't control. Well, gee, Mike, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry I couldn't come here. My tire was flat. Or, gee, I'm really sorry I couldn't come. Mike, my, my car wouldn't start. Things like that. Should you be sorry for things that you can't control? Did you have any control over them? Did you make that tire flat, Mike? No, absolutely not. Did you not make the car start? Nope. So thinking back again to one of the previous podcasts where we talk about the serenity prayer, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And when we talk about wisdom, we talk about being the observer behind that thinker. And what all of these podcasts might point to the realization of our authentic self. And when we find our true authentic self, that isn't hidden behind the facade of low self-esteem, self-concept, identity formation, taking our inner value from the perception of others. And when we find that true authentic self, we'll be able to make conscious choices. We'll be able to be willing to make conscious choices and willing to accept consequences. And in that vein, we're going to ask people to fish without bait, to go through life expecting the unexpected, not to wander aimlessly through life, but to impact their life fully, to participate in every moment. And as we've often discussed, paying attention on purpose, open up your world, become that butterfly, emerge from that chrysalis. And that's my challenge for everyone out there today. Fish without bait, live a life of full impact mindfulness. And if you have any comments, criticisms, or questions regarding this program, please contact us. And Mr. Mike, I'm sure that you'll let them know at the end of this program. And as always, do a kindness for yourself, do a kindness for another. And our free prescription, fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug your television. And for a truly mindful experience, we always fish without bait. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, D.C.